0: My I'm name's Dustin. I'm Bob. My
1: name's Sylvia.
0: I'm Bob. And this is.
1: Movies, Movies Against, Against Time. Time. For Please! This
2: is for talking. For the fugitive. You ruined Schindler's List.
0: This is Movies Against Time. This week was Sylvia's pick. Sylvia, what movie did you pick this week? is
1: The Ghostbusters.
0: Was it The Ghostbusters or Ghostbusters?
1: Ghostbusters.
0: I thought you said Goosebumps. I watched Don't Go in the Basement. Parents or Plants. Spoiler alert.
1: I haven't seen it though, so we can't do the podcast about that. Yeah,
3: I'm just almost gonna prepared have for to... that one.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so was the first time you guys saw this movie?
3: Me, probably 1985 <laughs> as soon as it was out of the theaters. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I'm wondering if my love for this movie if my mom like watched it right before I was born because it came out 3 months before I was born. Uh-huh. So I feel like this is one of them that I probably heard from the womb.
0: <laughs> yeah. I would get both of them mixed up. For me, Ghostbusters and Ghostbusters 2 yeah. I was expecting to see things in this one. I was looking for the Carpathian. I wanted to yeah. see the two brothers flying around the courtroom.
3: Yep. It's been a long time since I've seen both of them, so I kind of yeah. thinking about it before I watched this this first movie. I kind of my mind was blending them together too. Right. And by the time I would have seen it,
0: it probably would have been if it was a rental, maybe a VHS tape or just on TV. Yeah. Cuz I don't and I was young cuz I know I watching it with with you this time so much did not Compute. sink in. Yeah,
1: <laughs> it wasn't child oriented in a lot of ways. No, but it was.
0: I mean, it was exciting. Yeah. I wanted a proton pack. <laughs> I wanted to be just like Vanekman. Unfortunately, it didn't have a lot of like very cartoony moments.
1: <laughs> yeah, I felt like the second one was more for the kids, and the first one was for fit the family.
0: Yeah, I have to watch the second one again. I guess yeah. it's
1: very funny.
0: It didn't do well.
1: No, it's more corny funny than like it's my kind of funny. The their, mm-hmm. the biggest
0: issue was with it, I was reading, was it just kind of reused the same stuff.
1: I could see how that could be a problem.
0: This one's great. Yes. It's got problems, obviously. Dr. Vankman. I did. <laughs> my hero when I was younger.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. He's the one everyone wanted to be like.
1: Yeah. But you wanted to be like a game show host?
0: Yep. <laughs> we'll get to that. I love Rick Moranis. Yeah. Now <laughs> Elmer Bernstein's score. Oh yeah, yeah. it's fun and haunting at the same time. Yeah. it's very
1: <laughs> cool the way they did the music in this one.
0: Yeah, I just looked him up briefly, but it makes sense that he knew what he was doing because he's been working since
1: 1952.
0: Wow, mm-hmm. steady. He passed in 2004, and the last film he worked on was Games of New York in 2002. Really? Wow. So from that's awesome. 52 to 2002. 50 year career, that's crazy. Holy cow, it was weird though because I was <laughs> looking him up. His credits go up to 2017, mm. and then it says he passed in 2004. Well, they might have reused some of his, right? Yeah. It's all that every time the Ghostbusters makes a video game or a yeah. short. Or, <laughs>
1: that's awesome.
0: He worked on The Magnificent Seven, the series, and his music was oh, yeah. used in the movie. <laughs> but yeah, that that score was great. Remember, we were like, it's like Elfman, but without any creepy tones in it. Like, Elfman will drop real low in a minor key. That almost sounds off
2: Mm -hmm.
1: (laughs) on
0: purpose. We open up at the library.
2: right?
1: Which I don't even know how many kids know what a library is anymore. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Oh, man. They are, watching it this time, I realized they they are a good place for scary stuff. Because those things are creepy. (laughs) Libraries are legit creepy.
1: Libraries, yeah. Like, the history in them. And then that old book smell. That you get, it <laughs> mm-hmm. just puts you in a weird place in your mind.
0: Yeah. The Poughkeepsie Library was the worst one.
1: They had the statues, though, and everything. The architecture that made you feel really old. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, the Poughkeepsie Library, all the good stuff was in the basement. I never it would went have like, down there. Yeah, it, it had three floors down. Yeah. So if you wanted to get the Tips and Tricks magazine, which they had every one of... Had the cheat codes and games, you had to go down to the third floor of the basement, <laughs> and there's no one else
3: there. It's just a basement. Wow. It's creepy. It's weird how to keep the stuff for kids down there.
0: Yeah. <laughs> What's up with that? <laughs> Come on down to the fun zone. Yeah. The well, fourth fourth <laughs> subfloor.
1: Well, that's the same way with, I think. Morristown Library, the kids' room is downstairs, but luckily they have windows, yeah, Yeah. so there's sunlight. Right, that that one is (laughs) a split
0: level. In the back, there's a door to the kids' room in the back. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the library in Poughkeepsie, it was you're going down flights of stairs, down metal stairs that echo, ding bells of hell. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) (sighs) but I had to get them cheats, had to beat banjo (laughs) kazooie.
1: It was worth going down there yeah. with the ghost, huh? <laughs> but yeah, the way they started that out with her walking and she's not really noticing it, but all the cards are flying. Oh in the man, air that stuff is everything. great! It's awesome, and it just made me cringe because all I'm thinking when these cards are going is the work to put them back in there <laughs> makes me just want to cry.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's my favorite part of this movie is the the practical effects, the stuff yeah. they're doing in camera. It, yeah. It's the optical stuff that that you lose, and, and they know it. I listened to the, I watched it with you last. Well, I watched it last night. You fell asleep, mm-hmm. and then I started it, but just with the commentary on. And the commentary, it was Harold Ramis, Ivan Reitman, and the associate producer Joe Medrick or something. He didn't really say much. It was just Ramis and Reitman. Yeah, but they were talking about that that specific effect, how great it looked. They had it was a fake wall, mm-hmm. so it's just guys pushing the drawers open. And then copper tubing blowing the, the cards up and oh, out. That's cool. The only issue was after every take, you had Getting to pick up all the cards. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So you'd have like three or four assistant, you know, APs or something. <sighs> PAs. Is it PAs? What are, what, production assistants. No. I'm not sure. <laughs> skeletons. That works. Yeah, it was skeletons I had to come out and pick up all the cards. <laughs> <laughs> that looks great, though. And the book's going across clearly on a wire. Right, yeah, Not so great. But <laughs> I did like the ghost, though.
1: Yeah, I liked how she was ignoring them. It Wasn't something that was phasing her, and they keep talking. Yeah, which we
0: don't right. see her now. It's no. just a bright light, and then yeah. the most
3: epic theme song ever stolen.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the Most epic theme song ever stolen.
3: Yeah, they say the ghost was supposed to represent John Belushi. Yeah, yeah, I got a whole thing about Belushi on here. I didn't really see it in the ghost, but <laughs> well, there's a reason for that. Yeah.
0: Yeah, so Stolen. Does everybody know about the Ray Parker thing? I know I pretty much talked to you guys mm-hmm. off-air about it. But they went to Ray Parker Jr. for the theme. Mm-hmm. Right. And the example they gave him was Huey Lewis and the News, I Want a New Drug. And they said something like this, but with the, you know, Ghostbusters is the title and this is the script and what kind of goes on. Mm-hmm. Right. So not knowing what he was going to do, he just he took it and used the exact same guitar and like bass and basically... Just change the pitch of the song and then put his own words to it. There's a little bit in there like the, yeah. That's original, but mostly right. the song is I Want a New Drug. If you listen to it, I, I, I would play him back to back. But then I'm now I'm stealing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> and it was so similar that Huey Lewis sued, but it, it was settled out of court with a non-disclosure agreement. Mm-hmm. And then years later, Huey Lewis was in an interview and he said, People just didn't understand. They thought that my music was for sale, and it wasn't. Yeah. And he said, but in a way, they got what they wanted because they paid for it. And (laughs) when he said that, meaning, yeah, they paid me a lot for that song. Ray Parker Jr. sued him. Oh yeah. For breaking the non-confidential. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: All (laughs) kinds of suing going on. So many lawsuits in this movie. (laughs) Did I read that right? That this was actually Dan Aykroyd's. Pet project? Yes. Yeah,
1: he started writing it.
3: Yeah, his whole family was like into ghosts. His yeah. father, his grandfather, all like, all great grandfather. Have you ever seen his Crystal Hell vodka? Crystal Hell,
0: Crystal Head vodka commercial?
3: No, wow. I've seen a commercial I've seen the bottles. I've yeah. seen a commercial for it. It's good vodka, but yeah. the commercials. Watch. Give them a, sh- a check. Cause
0: really? Because it takes him about five minutes to say the word vodka. <laughs> it's all about aliens and ghosts and spirits really? and diamonds. And then like five yeah. minutes in, he's like, and that's how we made our vodka. <laughs> he's, he's a nut. He's wow. full on board into
3: the paranormal. Yeah, he's definitely into all that stuff. I've, I've yeah. seen him in interviews.
0: I saw him with on the Rogan podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They called the the Slimer Onion Head Ghost. <laughs> and really? But Ackroyd t- liked to say that it was, that was like the name of the like the model is the onion head ghost yeah. in the mm-hmm. script. But Ackroyd like to say that it was like his homage to Belushi because originally it was a it was project for Belushi be. and, and right. Aykroyd.
3: Yeah, uh, Belushi was supposed to be Bankman's character. Yeah. yeah.
0: Of course, he passed away. And Eddie Murphy then was supposed to have a role in it yeah, he, who turned it down. Yeah. Because he was doing Beverly Hills Cop. So, of course, right, he yeah. started his own franchise. They got Ernie That's Hudson sad. instead. What?
1: She was in it even just for a couple of
0: minutes, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. How many ingredients can you put in before? <laughs> yeah,
1: it would have like good, not enough when it's comedy. It would have
0: been good, but I wouldn't give up Beverly Hills Cop for it. Yeah. no, that library the upstairs mm-hmm. is in New York, the exterior is in New York, but the basement is in LA, huh? <laughs> they, they shot it's a New York movie, right? But they shot very little in New York. They had about a week. They sent out like the secondary characters, like Rick Moranis, right. when he's doing the chase of the dog, chasing him. That was all in the first week before they even sent any of the primary actors right. to New York. And when they did go to New York, they had very little time there. They had three weeks.
1: I think they said they had a total of a year that they had to do everything within. That was crazy. the trick to
0: it. Yeah. they They got the movie approved, but they didn't have any special effects. They didn't have a script. And they just had three actors that were going to be on board. And that's how they got approved for $30 million, but they needed to have it done by June.
3: And you it heard, was June. You heard what the original idea for the movie was supposed to be, right? It's futuristic. It's futuristic, and there was all these teams of Ghostbusters yeah, yeah, yeah. that were fighting ghosts throughout time. State Puff Marshmallow <laughs> Man was in it, but he was one of like dozens of
0: giant, giant like, monsters yeah. that they had to deal with. Yeah. Reitman said he he was looking at it and it said it would it would probably cost about three hundred million dollars yeah, in in nineteen eighty four. Yeah. <laughs> Which is about what they made.
3: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can't say if it would have been better or worse, but I think the way it turned out was good. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I like the realism of it. I like ones that you can put your own self in and be like, Yeah, this could happen. Yeah. Those are my favorite movies.
3: Except the slime part. I don't know. About, yeah. I don't I don't want that to happen. <laughs> oh, yeah, Slimer. So,
0: yeah, it's supposed to be modeled after Belushi, right? Right. The FX master, Steve Johnson, was the one that created him, and, and he had very little time to create him. Yeah. And they kept giving him notes. He, he hated it. It was his worst project he ever worked <laughs> on.
3: Every time they come and look at it, they tell him to change something.
0: Yeah, it would be like, make him more cartoony. Make him less cartoony. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> 24 hours before his deadline, when it was, you have <laughs> one day left. They're like, Akron wants it to look like Belushi. (laughs) That was the note he got 24 hours before he was supposed to submit it or get the project given to someone else.
3: Yeah, I don't think he hit
0: that nail. (laughs) Well, he tells a pretty interesting story. It's in his book, uh, Rubberhead, but also I've got it here. He said, in the beginning, they asked for a smile with arms, but before I knew it, it was a goddamn bleeding nightmare. (laughs) (laughs) Great. (laughs) Give him 13% more pathos put ears on him, take his ears off, less pathos, more pathos, make his nose bigger. Now his nose is too big. Make his nose smaller. He said, I almost fucking severed my own head during the process. (laughs) (laughs) Belushi passed away before shooting began, and as a spiritual homage to their fallen friend, writers Dan Aykroyd and Harold Ramis decided to design Slimer in Belushi's likeness. Sentimental as this was, Johnson didn't get the note until less than 24 hours before the final version of Slimer was due. <laughs> I didn't know until the last fucking day, Johnson <laughs> told us. This is from uh, bloodydisgusting.com. Wow. So it's a trusted source. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds legit. <laughs> um, so I've been working for six months sculpting hundreds of Slimer variations, and they finally said, make him look more like Belushi. And I said, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> Which makes sense. Yeah. Armed with determination, sculpting tools, and an eight ball of cocaine, Johnson went furiously back to work. But shortly thereafter, the paranormal activity began. So I pulled out a stack of headshots of John Belushi, poured a gram of cocaine on it, and started chopping lines up. I was three grams into the night, and in a cocaine-induced delusional paranoia, I literally thought that John Belushi's ghost came to help me out. Johnson claims the ghost of Belushi gave him words of encouragement and even modeled for him so he could get the likeness right for Slammer before dissolving into the ether with the parting words, watch that shit, Steve, it'll kill you. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. So the next day he submitted it and they, they approved it. <clears throat> After By the skin of his teeth, pivotal help from a spectral friend and lots and lots of cocaine, Johnson's Jesus. final design of Slimer was approved for the next day. And that, kids, is what appears in the film. Johnson finishes <laughs> the insane story. Wow. <laughs> so yeah, that's why he didn't really look like uh, Belushi. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Poor no fucking
3: doubt. guy. <laughs>
1: I don't know if we should admit it. All that. So
3: I wonder if it was actually a great story. I wonder if it, it was is. actually the drugs, or if we really did legit run into a ghost. That's the thing. We don't know. <laughs> it was the ghost of John Belushi helping finishing the film. There's people out there that swear up and down they've seen ghosts. Yeah. You have you? I saw a few of them in this movie. Oh yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, I've no. I don't think I've ever seen a ghost. No. I've heard weird things. Yeah. Doors slamming. I've laughed fast <laughs> before I got to see the ghost.
2: Yeah.
1: I wish I've seen a ghost. I want to so bad. I, I try so bad.
3: <laughs> I've seen one. Yeah? With three of us in the car, we all saw it. Oh, yeah? Me, my mother, and my brother. We were... We used to live across the street from the cemetery. And we were heading home one night. It was probably around midnight. I forget where we were coming from. But anyway, we, we go, we're going down the road. We're two blocks away from the house. And I kind of just blinked and there was a woman standing in the road in this white dress just
1: you saw the woman in white
3: yeah yeah it it wasn't a wedding dress or anything it was like a sundress yeah Yeah. something like that she was kind of gray i couldn't make out like like if she had blonde hair or whatever but yeah all three of us saw it
1: that's cool
3: (laughs) if i was in that car and i saw it i would tell you straight up i didn't see it i turned i didn't see nothing i turned and i looked at my mother (laughs) and her eyes were like real wide like what the heck is this and I turned my head further back and saw my brother in the back seat, and he was doing the same thing, eyes wide like saucers. And then when I turned back forward again, it was just gone. Ugh. <laughs> That's upstate New York. I'm yeah, jealous. stay out of it. <laughs> it was Austin, Austin, New York. Same city that Sing Sing is in. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I used to watch Unsolved Mysteries with my mom, and I would always ask her why we didn't get to see them. Yeah. <laughs> with the ghost stories, because they'd have those ones too.
0: Yeah. That was my jam back in the day. The unsolved mysteries, but with ghosts. Yeah. Oh, yeah.
1: I like those. Always
0: ones. going to bed like, and they never figured it out. Oh. I'm in nightmares
3: tonight. Now go to sleep, little <laughs> <Yeah>. boy. It's a worse show. It's like, here's a murderer. We never caught him. Yeah. Have a good night. <laughs> Tune in next week. You catch the ones where it was something that happened nearby you.
0: <laughs> yeah. The next scene I think we jump to would be Vankman's experiment.
1: Oh, my goodness. He's ridiculous.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. Right at the beginning of the movie, they're like, hey, this guy, he's a shitbag. <laughs> yeah. He's your hero. <laughs> yep. I mean, it's funny. Don't get me wrong. The fact that the guy keeps getting zapped. I thought that was Rick Moranis when it first started, because it's been so long since I watched it. I was like, dang, look how young Moranis looks. No. <laughs> <Yeah>. it's <laughs> not Moranis. You'll see him later on. It's yeah. like, no, oh, that's more Moranis than that guy. <laughs> that actor's name was Stephen Tash. Okay. Which we have seen him before on the show. He's the yeah. second time we've seen him in a movie. He was one of the goons in Christine.
3: Okay, all right. Not any
0: of the cool ones. Not the one that looked 40. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was the
3: goon's underlings. Yeah. (laughs) He was a part of destroying Christine. Yeah.
1: He was one that looked like a child.
3: (laughs) Yeah, he's the one that looked like he could have been in high school. Yeah. (laughs) Not the other ones. (laughs) It looked like they're done with college already. Yeah, they opened up with Venkman doing
0: an experiment. It's kind of a play on the Milgram experiment. You guys hear about that? No. It was an actual experiment done in a college. It was... You had volunteers running
3: the zapping device another volunteer being zapped i've seen like experiments like that where people trying to read the person's mind about what the image is but i never saw anything that was where yeah. they were electrified <laughs> this one the whole
0: the whole answering the question isn't part of it and the zap isn't really part of it I, the, the experiment was how many times could you get someone to zap someone <laughs> before they stopped the that before was where they felt bad about it yeah that was the experiment. <laughs> Wow. But, of course, this is just a version of how to, how to have sex with college students Yeah, I, yeah. I f- as a professor.
1: <laughs> I feel like that experiment wouldn't work. You would have to make sure no one knew each other or oh, didn't it, have a good vibe. It did something.
0: It created the Unibomber. <laughs> yeah. <Great. laughs> that was He was part of that experiment. Wow.
1: Oh, God. I guess he got zapped a lot.
3: <laughs> I don't know. I would have to read more into that. Or, that, or not enough. It's directly related to the Unibomber. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Maybe that part of his mind was already there and they didn't zap it away enough. <laughs>
0: that isn't a set, by the way. That is a room at, at Columbia University. Is it? Yeah. yeah.
3: Oh, the was it the dean of the university? The one that told them they were fired? They had to get out of there? Yeah. Pack up your stuff and go? You know who that was? No. it's the same guy from Three's Company. Oh, Mr. Robert? No, Not that Robert. was Mr. Angelino. Jack's, the owner of Jack's Restaurant. Ooh. Yeah. That might be too deep of a cut.
0: I'd only remember him in the apartment with the two hot ladies. (laughs) (laughs) And the landlord
3: showing up. I don't think I ever saw him at a restaurant. Really? Yeah. Oh, well. I watched the show. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I thought that one might fly over your head. I don't know. (laughs) Everybody listening is not going to know what the hell I'm talking about. No, all I can think about is the
0: blonde right now. I don't even know
3: (laughs) Yeah, Which one? It was three. What? They switched out twice. Did they? Yeah, it was... I don't remember their real names. The only real name I remember was Suzanne Summers. Summers, yeah. Then there was an Her name was Chrissy. Yeah. Then there was another one called Cindy that replaced Suzanne Summers, And then there was another one called Terry that replaced her. Who was the brunette? Janet. She was a drag. Yeah.
1: <laughs> was that the one with the little bob? Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. Yep. Okay, now I remember.
0: Every time the landlord came down, he had to pretend he was gay.
3: Jack, that was like Jack, yeah. the joke of the show. The only reason he, they let him live with two girls in their apartment building was if, if yeah. the landlord thought nothing was happening. <laughs> <laughs> another another example of something that doesn't age well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Nobody's going to know
0: about the show. <laughs> yeah. I love, now the lines in this movie
3: are what really stand out. That's the hero of the movie is the line. Yeah. Like just the, the dumb, and, and of course. Oh, you mean the lines he was doing when he created the music for it? Yeah, no. Speaking of lines, no, uh, they'll, they'll be ad libbed and improv lines. It's,
0: it's such an improv yeah, I remember, movie. Yeah, I've read
3: about a few of them. yeah.
0: All the movies we do, where it's like, oh, you know, this line was ad libbed. This line was actually improv. It's like, oh, wow, that's impressive. This whole fucking movie. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, Bill Murray went on script maybe three times.
3: Yeah. But uh, yeah, I can see that. He'd and be, most of he'd it, be the person to deviate for sure.
0: Most of it was acroid. like all that jargon, the long. Lines of jargon all Ackroyd. Yeah, all the technical terms. Even when the books are that. stacked up, when they're going through the library, mm-hmm. and they're like, symmetrical book stacking. Like, wait, <laughs> that like, is a thing? Yeah. My favorite line that, that I missed every time I've ever watched this movie, but I just caught this time, is when they come back from the library right before they get fired. Ackroyd has the line. He said, the possibilities are
1: unlimitless.
3: <laughs> what? Wait, that's, that's not a word. <laughs> unlimitless. <laughs>
1: That's my type of guy. I like words being made up. Yeah. <laughs> Makes me feel smarter.
0: <laughs> yeah, my note there was, Dr. Venkman is a bad guy. <laughs> For that scene. And Aykroyd is so young. He really was looking young. That's the youngest I've ever seen Dan Aykroyd, I think. Yeah. He was
1: 32. You mm. can tell everyone in this movie enjoyed being in this movie.
0: They they definitely say it was fun. I mean, even Winston, who... who or. Ernie Hudson, who probably has the most to regret about it, yeah. said that the guys were great. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> Is there more to that? Well, he got
3: kind of screwed. It, okay. Gotcha. When he signed
0: on <laughs> to the project, his role was huge. He was one of the main four guys. He was going to yeah. be at the the library. He was going to be at the hotel. All right. And the day he gets on set, he gets a new script where his role was just dropped completely. To the point where you don't even see him until like 45 minutes into the movie. Wow.
1: There was another actor that they got all through. I can't remember his name, though. Where they got all through the movie. And then the night before the premiere, when he had his family coming, they had cut him out of like the whole thing. And he didn't find out. That's happened a lot. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Could you imagine? That's horrible.
3: I like Ernie Hudson. Yeah, he's good. I liked him in The Crow. He's uh, that, that <laughs> new Ghostbusters movie that's coming out. From what I read, he's the only one from the original movie that's going to be in it. Really? Yep. The newest one. What do they call it? Afterlife. Afterlife. Yeah. Is that that's not out yet, right? That's next year. Next no. Segment. Yeah, it's not. It hasn't been released yet. But I, I pulled up the cast of it, and that's the only name I recognize. So oh, I was nice. kind of curious to see if any of the original cast was going to be in it, but his was the only name. Now, who knows what kind of part he's got? I'm kind of surprised, and nobody else was in it. He had an interview Ernie Hudson did and then
0: he basically said because they were they were saying is it racism is it racism the fact that your black character didn't show up and until- why, the, why they cut his role back? they squeezed him out of it yeah. yeah he said if I blame racism there's nothing I can learn from it he has two boys he wants to put an example that it's, you can't right. just be like I'm black so they did this to us no
1: yeah, yeah I, I don't they didn't do
3: that judging by what they, they told the guy on how to just how to create Slimer they probably changed the script a lot oh, during yeah. the whole thing. Remember, they
0: didn't have a script. I don't think when it was necessarily.
3: It yeah, I don't think it was necessarily an yeah. attack on him. I think it was just indecisiveness of the people creating it.
0: Dan Aykroyd rented Harold Ramis and Ivan Reitman all like rental properties in Martha's Vineyard just to sit and write. Like really, probably do cocaine. <laughs> I can't. Yeah, it's
3: kind of amazing how much of that was involved in all these older movies yeah. we keep talking about. It's funny how in the eighties, <laughs> all
0: our favorite movies from the eighties tend to have. Heaps of cocaine all over <laughs> the whole All film.
3: behind the scenes, yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so I tell people Ghostbusters was the most fun I had, but it was the it was also the most difficult for reasons that I, to this day, do not understand. In the script that I read for the audition, Winston is in the film all the way through. But they changed it just before we shot, so I had to wrap my head around that. I think the studio thought they could sell the guys as they were from Saturday Night Live, and so they wanted to include Winston marginally. But then when we came back five years later for the sequel, they did the same thing. That I didn't understand. But once you become really angry, it's all over. So I just kept working
3: and stayed positive. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah, Did they they do that in the sequel? Yeah. I mean, he was part of the team in the first movie. Why would he not be in front from the beginning in the second one? Dude, they screwed him out of the
0: cartoon.
3: (laughs) Really? What the hell? Yes.
0: He had to audition to play Winston. The voice of? Yeah. Wow.
3: (laughs) Yeah, I don't get that. You know who voices
0: (laughs) Winston in the cartoon? Arsenio
3: Hall. Wow, <laughs> I, ne- I never seen any of the cartoons. So I oh, know, I did, but, yeah. but I was that was my.
1: I can't remember them. I just remember the love of the ghosts.
0: Yeah, Egon had the blonde pompadour that went way out in the glasses. Do you remember?
1: I remember. I can't remember. Like I can't. Slimer remember was like their mascot. The, yeah, I can't <laughs> remember any of the cartoons because we never watched them enough, and I think it got taken off of what was it. Nickelodeon or Fox 5 or which one was it on? I think
0: it was on, it was like a Saturday morning thing. It was like Fox. I don't think it was ever on Nick or Cartoon Network.
1: Yeah.
0: But yeah, he he was like guaranteed the role of the voice on the cartoon. Right. And then when he went to read for it, the casting director <laughs> for the they, cartoon. What did they
3: tell him he doesn't sound enough like him? They said <laughs> he would read the lines and the
0: guy's like, no, that's all wrong. The way Ernie Hudson did it was this in the movie. The way Ernie Hudson did it was this in the movie. And he's like, the fuck are you t- I'm Ernie Hudson. And then he, he, he thinks they already had Arsenio Hall raid for it and that that's who they wanted to go with. Really, yeah. And they just kind of had to give him a meeting. Wow. But, I mean, yeah, like you said, that's it was good. rushed. It was a year they had to make this thing, and then yeah. nobody worked together. The cartoon was Lawsuit City. Really? Because there was already a cartoon called The Ghostbusters.
1: <laughs> I never saw that cartoon. It had
0: a gorilla. <laughs> and, and it what? was like they would go around and catch ghosts. It was like a Scooby-Doo cartoon. Wait, so did that come before or after the first movie? Way before the first movie. Really? There was a live-action Ghostbusters show off of that cartoon way before the first movie. I never heard of either one of those. That's why when the cartoon came out, it wasn't called The Ghostbusters. It was called The Real Ghostbusters. (laughs) Because
3: they didn't have the rights
0: after a court case to use Ghostbusters as the title of the cartoon.
3: That's crazy. (laughs) Even though they they had the movie out already. Yep. (laughs) Way to go, Justice System.
0: <laughs> What's Ray? It's Ray Stance, right? He's the last name I can never remember. I can remember Spangler. I can remember Venkman. Right, but it's not just Spangler. What was the other name? It was Egon Spangler. Egon Spangler. Peter vankman okay. Ray Stance. Winston had a long Z name. What was Winston's name? This is good to do a podcast about a movie that you can't remember. <laughs> the... Yeah. I just called him Winston. They don't really call him by his last name. The same thing with Ray, Dan Aykroyd's character. They don't really call him by stance. Yeah, they call him Ray. Yeah, and everybody else is Vankman and, and, and Spangler.
1: I think it's because they have such straightforward personalities.
0: Yeah, that's another thing with me mixing up the two movies. Is I thought for some reason in my head the EPA guy was in the beginning <clears throat> of the second movie, but that's in the middle of the first movie. So I, maybe I
3: didn't even watch any of these movies all the way through. <laughs> That was, isn't that the same guy that was in, wasn't he in Die Hard? No. What movie am I thinking of then? Another
0: line I loved. It's when they're, when they're walking into the library, they're going to check on it. Aykroyd and Venkman and, and Stance, or Ray. And then we, we get introduced to Harold Ramus's Egon. He's, mm-hmm. he's like doing something with some machinery by the table. Yeah. They start talking and he's like, I'm the only one that's ever seen paranormal activity before. <laughs> I witnessed, I witnessed an unexplained undersea sea sponge migration. And Venkman's like, they moved five feet. (laughs) So many little off-the-cuff lines that you'd miss the first time. that are hilarious.
3: Yes, he wasn't diehard. Was he? Yep.
1: I always didn't understand why they made Venkman go with them. He doesn't do anything. He gets people mad at him.
0: That's true. He's terrible at interviews. Again, he's a (laughs) dirtbag. He's not a good guy. I I don't think there's a way you can convince me. And and I've got one big glaring reason that's coming up later. Yeah. But you might have this. I think you know what I'm talking about. Maybe. Yeah.
1: I mean, the first thing you see him at, he's trying to figure out how to take advantage of the students he's supposed to be. Right.
0: There's a big red flag right there. (laughs) Teaching. Right. But did you see the student?
1: <laughs> I'm gonna have a sexual charge against them. <laughs> He's
0: questioning the librarian. You know, did your family have a, a history of mental illness? She's like, my uncle thought he was. What was it? My uncle thought he was something. That could be a yes. And then he he said, do you use any drugs? Or and then finally he just asks, are you menstruating? <laughs>
3: yeah. What, what is that?
1: <laughs> your personality's a little whacked and you're like, I don't know. And
0: you see ghosts. Another great line right after that. They're walking through that basement, and, and I think it's, it's Ray goes. I wrote down all the lines, but I didn't write down who said it. But, listen, you smell something? <laughs>
2: <laughs> Fucking
0: great. That's yeah. great.
3: Wow. They find the slime. Oh, yeah, oozing from all the, all the card drawers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Venkman that gets it That was some his hand. really sticky stuff. Oh. You see him trying to flick it off this his fingers? Is. Yeah, that was great.
0: <laughs> that was a huge laugh in test audiences. Yep. Mm-hmm. And that wasn't in the script. That was just Murray doing Murray stuff. And it was one take.
3: The way that stuff looked, I'd be doing the same damn thing. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Gets it in his face. Yeah. They see the ghost. So what do we do? (laughs) Never (laughs) thought of the possibility that ever see a ghost. This is before they 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 created all their gear, too. (laughs) Yeah, they didn't have any gear. They had no proton packs or nothing. They were just going to see if they could find it. What did they think they were going to do? Egon had a calculator. (laughs) Great. (laughs) Murray slaps it out of his hand. Stop that! (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, it's like just try to talk to it. So Min goes out. Hey, where are you from originally? Shh. Just walks back. All kind. Con- Bill Murray doesn't play characters. Yeah. Bill Murray just plays Bill Murray in different movies. Yeah, pretty movies. much. Yeah,
3: for sure. Like he is the same guy from Groundhog's Day. Yep. He was in this movie. <laughs> Who that? Not not Groundhog Day. From Caddyshack. Oh really? They cut a scene from this movie where he played that the groundskeeper from Caddyshack again. Ah. Uh... They were walking through Central Park. It was the part where uh, Rick Moranis was running from that dog. Okay. The, the demon dog, whatever it was. Yeah. And and it, that's part of that scene started out with the guy from from uh, Caddyshack. I can't I can't do the voice. I'm not going to do it. But walking through the park, talking to another another guy.
0: The Dalai Lama
3: granted yeah, his, me his divine consciousness. All cr- mouths all crooked yeah. sideways, trying to talk. See, I got that going for you. All of a sudden, Rick Moranis comes running through. <laughs> But it was just like a like a weird character cameo from another movie. That's bullshit. They cut that. Yeah, I thought they should have left that. That was pretty good. It was only like ten seconds. I long. know. It's not like you're about <laughs> it for time.
0: Yeah. Another weird cut was the uh, in the montage. Yeah. When when Ray starts getting a blowjob from a ghost. Oh God. Did you not?
3: Yeah. No, it's not. I was I was watching some of the cut scenes before we came in here. Oh, there's is that up there? I I don't. It wasn't a part of what I saw.
0: No. Oh. But anyway, yeah, in the, in the movie, there's a montage, and, and part of the montage, Ray's like laying in bed and a ghost is floating over him and then goes down and then his belt gets undone. Right. And then he kind of like wakes up and they call it a dream sequence. Part of the montage is a dream sequence, I guess. That's how montages do. <laughs> <laughs> but they did it because they had the, the footage. They filmed a scene
2: yeah. where,
0: where a woman he had a crush on, an older woman that died, came back. And that was a whole scene they cut. Wow. So they just used that footage because it's great. I mean, she looks great floating over the bed. It's yeah. one of the better effects in the movie. <laughs> they had so much stuff not even done yet when, by the time it went to theaters. When we watched the DVD, we are watching the remastered. We are watching yeah. they fixed everything that went to the... When it first went to theaters, yeah. you see the wires as the footage <laughs> yeah. going across. The director and Ramus both were like, yeah, this was not done. Every time one of the effects comes on, like... Like you see the building with the lightning around it. Uh-huh. They're like, oh, crappy effect, crappy effect, <laughs> <laughs> bullshit, ugly effect.
3: <laughs> wow. Just tearing apart their own stuff. <laughs> yeah. They hated the
0: <laughs> optical stuff. Yeah. They they much rather do it practical. Like like, uh, Reitman had worked on a show about magicians, I believe it was. And that's where he learned to do the floating, her floating over the bed when she's oh, possessed yeah. and, and doing the full turn. That's all practical. That's all done like you would do if you're doing a magic show. It's not done with any camera tricks.
3: Right. <laughs> and what was with what was with that scene anyway? When she lit raised up and was floating off the bed and she was possessed, and talking like a demon and all that mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah, Vinkman was there. He was supposed to be going on a date with her. Yeah. Yeah. Does he always bring syringes full of needles to knock out his dates? Yep, that's my
0: big glaring reason later on, I was going to say. <laughs> as he goes on a date with flowers in hand to Dana's house yeah. and happens to have 300 cc's of Thorazine to knock her yeah. out.
3: What? What?
0: What kind of date is that?
3: <laughs> You're a bad dude. It's just, he just happened to have it in his coat pocket. That was my final straw. When he said, oh,
0: I hit her with 300 cc's of Thorazine. Fuck you, dude. Where did you get that
1: from?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I bring mints. Yeah, yeah
1: really. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah,
3: that was kind of questionable right there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so he,
0: he walks back of trying to talk to the ghost and her shushing him. Yeah, the usual stuff isn't working. Another great line. <laughs> and then Ray's plan, yeah. Like you said, all right, follow my lead.
3: Get her! <laughs> That's your plan? And
1: then they all run tail because she attacks.
0: The, the librarian guy. What happened? Did you see it?
1: We'll get back to you.
0: It's gone. <laughs> Which was a great. It's almost like exactly how it happened in Casper. Do you remember their cameo in Casper? Yeah. They run out the house.
1: Mm-hmm. And they get to the college and their stuff's getting all packed up.
3: Yep. Moving us to a better spot. <laughs> well, he, it, in that scene, he like berated Vinkman, put him down. He's like, your theories are horrible. All this and he was he was just basically shitting all over Bankman and the other two were standing in the corner like, "Oh, he's not talking about us." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you think Do, does that mean we all have to go? Yes. Like, Damn it.
0: <laughs> there's a lot of great work behind the people that are talking. Yeah. Whatever there's characters in the background, yeah. They're doing work. Yep. <laughs> Moranis more than anybody. I think Moranis is my favorite character in this movie. Yeah, Louise T- Tully. <laughs> Lewis Tully, I've worked in the private sector before. They expect results.
1: <laughs> I thought that was the funniest thing in the world. Because all I'm thinking is, that's about right. Like, when you're in college, you don't have to worry about anything. Maybe a bad grade. Right. But when you're in the real world, you you need things to happen.
0: <laughs> I think after that, we cut to Dana, right? Is that the first time we see Dana, Sigourney Weaver?
1: Yes, yeah, she's coming yeah, in trying to avoid her neighbor. Yeah. Oh God
0: out? do I I love the character. He's yeah. hilarious. Yeah. He, I think he's doing the most work in the whole movie.
1: But that's the but reason you do guy... want to have an apartment. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Fuck <laughs>
0: that guy. How do you not tell him you know? I know every time I open or close my door you jump out. The accountant. uh uh-uh.
1: See, that's where I would have gotten a big dog that was set to like yeah. attack him every time my door opened. <laughs>
0: she like kind of blows him off, and he's like, "It's
3: okay. I gotta go. I gotta go have a shower."
0: He walks away with <laughs> yeah. his high pants, and that's just, that's, that's yeah. funny. But it's funny, but it's also a creeper trying to get in Sigourney Weaver's pants. Yeah, and it was... and must be a nightmare to live in that building. <laughs> Could not imagine every day I went to leave my house to bring the garbage out. His door flies open. Oh,
3: I was just happen to in out too. Yeah. No, you weren't. I just wanted to look at the hallway. Yeah, <laughs> locked himself out of this
0: place every time. Yep, that's great. <laughs> Hilarious. He deserves it. That's that's the character being kind of crappy, and getting what he deserves. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then she, you see the the Ghostbusters commercial on TV. Yes. That was pretty much their first TV spots for the movie for, when when advertising the movie. Really? Except instead of having the five five five, it was a one eight hundred number. Right. And when you called it, you'd get a voice message from Ackroyd and Murray, basically saying, "We're out catching ghosts right now." That's funny. <laughs> and uh, yeah, that's how they advertised. It's yeah. weird stuff like that. And it must have worked because it's the highest-grossing film of that year, 1984, which is a huge year for movies. Yeah, some of the best movies came out in '84. Right, they made 297 million, which was worlds above the next second place.
3: Right. Mm-hmm. Third place was Gremlins. I'm surprised Gremlins is third place on the year. I remember when that came out; it was like everybody was talking about Gremlins.
0: Oh, second place, Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom made 179 million that year. Damn. Ghostbusters made 220 million. Gremlins made 148 million. Fourth place, Karate Kid, 90 million. <laughs> so yeah, that year for movies,
3: was yeah, they're awesome. doing another Indiana Jones. Really. He's almost 80 years old, and he's going to be in it.
0: I'll only watch it if it's got uh, even Stevens in it. What's his name? What?
3: Fuck. Shia LaBeouf. Shia, yeah, Shia, Shia LaBeouf. <laughs>
0: Even Stevens came. Yeah, he was Steven. in the
3: last one. Yeah, that sucked. <laughs> they were setting him up to like be the predecessor. Pass. So, uh, Harrison Ford made some kind of statement. He didn't want any. After he's done with it, he doesn't want any more Indiana Jones movies made.
0: Well, he saw what happened with Han
3: Solo's <laughs> movie. Yeah. Maybe that's what triggered him.
1: <laughs> Probably.
3: No, then, then following, I this, had such high hopes for that Han Solo movie. I know it just bombed. I didn't like it. <laughs> following
0: that commercial, we we get that another a couple of cool effects in the kitchen right she's, before the. Huh.
1: She's pulling out her eggs. Yeah, and they're on the countertop, and you just see them starting to crackle open and fry themselves yeah. which creeps you the heck out because that should not be happening
0: another great practical effect they had <laughs> yeah, heating not elements fry on the counter <laughs> yeah they had yeah. heating elements under the tiles if you look closely some of the tiles were different colors and it was actually frying them they had cut the bottoms of the eggs cool and boiled them from an heating hel- heating element but under it wow yeah. and then of course she opens the fridge
2: Yeah.
1: And a whole new world.
0: (laughs) I wrote, that's what happens when you leave DMT in your fridge too long. (laughs) I guess during the test screening, they didn't have that effect yet. They hadn't had it made yet. And uh, so when the audiences saw it, it just had a black screen that said effect missing or scene missing. Yeah. Yeah. And that had a reaction. Reitman said that the audience kind of was freaked by that. (laughs) <laughs> and, and he said, after we see it, he's like, and I wish I just left it scene missing. He hated that. Did you hear about
3: her, uh, Sigourney Weaver's uh, audition? Yeah. How she auditioned for it? I guess she read the script and she went in and she just did the scene where she was possessed. Yep. And just was writhing all over the couch and groaning and stuff. In Reitman's office. <laughs> yeah. Just went straight into a dog. Yep. <laughs> She's great
0: in it, it. worked. It got a yeah. apart. part. <laughs> this was right after Aliens, too.
1: I didn't like that scene in the fridge. Yeah. No, no one does. Even the creators okay. hated it. Yeah.
0: They said they wish they didn't put it in. They left, they wish they left the black screen. Because <laughs> R- Ramis, I keep mentioning him because he really was just going to be the writer. He didn't know he was going to be an actor in it until he realized yeah. that the character was perfect for him. Which yeah. <laughs> so I guess that's a convenient way to say that nowadays, right? Yeah. Well, I didn't even know I was going to play this huge character and make millions of dollars. I just <laughs> yeah. realized it had to be me. I love when she's retelling the story to Vankman and he's like, generally you don't see that type of behavior in, in major appliances.
2: <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> I like that you didn't even want to open the fridge door. Yeah. He was just trying to avoid anything where it was going to be an issue. Oh, we skipped Straight something. Straight to the bedroom, though.
0: <laughs> yeah, we skipped something. Before Dana even comes for help, we meet the Ecto-1. Yeah. Bram, bram, bram. What kind of car is that, Bob?
3: Oh, God. It's got a
0: long name. You have to know. I'm going to ask you every episode what kind of car that <laughs> yeah. is.
3: Hang on. I got it here.
1: That one irritated me because what did he say? It was 4500 The car? Yeah. It was, it was everything. called, it oh. was a
3: 1959 Cadillac Miller Meteor Futura Duplex. Okay. <laughs> that's the name of that car. I can see why you didn't remember that right <laughs> off the top of your head. It when was I asked. available in both Hearse and Ambulance editions. Nice. <laughs> and they had one of them. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't have any more than one. The new movie that's coming out is supposed to be the original car from the first movie. Oh, Same, but it broke down. Same car.
0: It broke down, and the last thing they say in the commentary, Ramus, I think, is the one that says it. I think Aykroyd bought it. So maybe really? he has it and, and used it for the... But maybe, they only yeah. had one available and it broke down when they're driving over the bridge scene. When you see like the uh. helicopter shot of them driving over the bridge, yeah. that's the last time the car worked. Really? Yeah. <laughs>
3: well, I mean, it's a car. It's metal moving parts. You can fix it. Yeah. They can fix it. They
0: just need to do some <laughs> suspension work, some shocks work, some... What was it? Yeah. <laughs> some light engine work. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> just the whole car had to be rebuilt. Some framework. Yeah. <laughs> Binkman didn't even recognize him pulling up. He's like, oh, hey, you can't park down here. Yeah. Oh.
1: <laughs> wasn't that a high price for that year?
0: Eighty four four thousand five hundred dollars, but yeah, in New for York, for something it probably. wasn't
1: working. Like they said, this has to get fixed and that, and Pretty like they had that, a huge they. yeah, it was everything that had to get fixed in the car. Yeah,
3: maybe he paid for it by the weight of the metal. Yeah, <laughs> I guess the car was twenty one feet long. Jesus. <laughs> It's like how yeah. big the
0: Jaws shark was. Yeah, I know, yeah. Yeah, Ray gets screwed in this movie, huh? It's all yeah. his money.
3: Yeah. <laughs> they, they make him mortgage his mom's house or something? What was it? Oh, yeah.
2: Yeah.
3: I think one's trying to get him to pay for his date. Yeah. I'm going to need some uh, petty cash to take her out because, you know, we don't want to lose this client.
1: <laughs> this Piece is of a loss shit. of our petty <laughs> cash right here in our stomach. <laughs> this feast yeah.
3: here. He's too oh, slower. <laughs> <laughs>
0: She comes looking for help. This is where we see Janine, who, of course, we know. Sylvia doesn't remember, but she was Deborah. Mm -hmm. Deborah! Everybody loves Raymond, the wife.
1: Yeah, no. I don't like that show very much.
0: (laughs) She's great in it.
1: She is. I thought it was weird that he was coming out from underneath. Under the
0: Oh, yeah. <laughs> they had some kind of weird romantic plot that never really happened. Yeah. Ramus even mentions it in the commentary. He's like, Yeah, we were building to this romantic plot between the two of us, and then it just didn't happen in the movie.
1: <laughs> you could tell they were trying. Yeah, Wasn't she was it, constantly
3: flirting with him. It continued into the next movie, didn't it? I got to watch the next one again. I'm yeah, it's been, I, it's been a long time since I seen it. A long so I'm not 100% time. sure, but I'm pretty sure that same, that same vibe continued into the next movie between them.
0: That's why a lot of these things where it's saying, like, Ernie Hudson's comment about how then it happened in the second movie, I can't remember. So I I didn't want to take a stance either way. Like, yeah, it did. No, it didn't. I don't know. Yeah. All I know is when I think Ghostbusters, I think of the first three. I don't even think of Winston for some reason.
3: (laughs) And it's because they cut him half the damn movie. Yeah, he was out of like the first, what, third of the movie?
0: Yeah. Although when they're walking in, when they're walking into the firehouse, all four of them together. Yeah. Or no, into the hotel, I think it is. A couple of shots where they're all walking in a line. Mm-hmm. Ramus is on the left, and so when it's on TV, Ramus isn't in the shot because that's they have wrong. to they have to skew the the size of the screen to make it fit on home televisions. Oh yeah. So there's a couple of scenes where he's like, and I'm not even in this fucking shot on TV.
3: <laughs> wow,
1: that's horrible.
0: I, I hated what he said in the apartment too. At the end, he's like, "Oh, you know what? I'll I'll know what I'll do. I'll solve your little problem." Yeah. Makes it sound so fucking... So petty. I
1: loved her telling him to get out. Yeah. Leave. Yeah. Go. Yeah, because
0: she had enough. moment he said, uh, she's like, oh, that's the bedroom. Nothing ever happened in there. What a crime. And that's when she calls him out like you said. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> you don't sound like a scientist. Yeah.
1: You sound like a game show host.
0: The original, and that was her. Because the original line was, you sound like a car salesman. A car salesman. Oh, yeah. Mm. Not a car salesman. <laughs> you don't sell carls. They gave everybody the room to, like, play with it and do, like, asides. Yeah. You see, Deadpool was a big one that did it. Yeah. But same thing with Paul Rudd and Seth Rogen in I Love You, Man, when they're playing oh, yeah. Mortal Kombat. At the end, during the credits, you hear all their asides or their other takes. And it's, like, all the jokes they say. And it's back to back to back to back to back. It's hilarious. It's <laughs> hilarious. Oh, yeah. it's like in Deadpool that you look like a, a trucker shit in a trucker hat and put it on top of another trucker hat and all that dumb shit. <laughs> <laughs> they got a lot of those in
3: this movie oh, wow. and that was hers. They got a, a lot of high hopes for the sequel, but uh, something in the back of my head is telling me it's not going to hit right. <laughs> I didn't understand
0: the hate of the 2016 Ghostbusters. Yeah. I thought that shit was funny. I watched it twice. I it was when we was got that- from Redbox and I watched it like two or three times before we returned yeah. it to Redbox.
3: I thought it was hilarious. It's like certain people that are like diehard for for like cult films. Yeah, I, I think those are the ones. I'm one of those. But you know what? Who's who's even more precious about it is the people that created the original. If I never saw anything else Ghostbusters and I just saw that, I'd probably liked it a lot. Better. <clears> yeah, <laughs> that's how I feel about Dark
1: Shadow. I liked it
3: because I watched Ghostbusters and I got the little references to it. Yeah, it
0: was a reboot. It it was, I mean, I still stable. liked it. It's, I yeah. still enjoyed it. it just people. Didn't... Didn't have to as a person to me. Hated it. They really <laughs> yeah, Leslie Jones was tortured for her role in that movie. Really? Yeah. Really? People hated them for putting women in there. Because it was right during this election year. You know, Trump's already this big polarizing figure. <laughs> so people are already left versus right heavy. That's all everybody's thinking about. Right. And then you're gonna make Ghostbusters women.
2: <laughs>
0: Meanwhile, it's a funny movie. Yeah. Yeah. Paul Fig, the one who directed it. He didn't see it coming. He had already done Spy with, with, you know, Jenny no Melissa McCarthy, Bridesmaids.
3: That was good. I like a all
0: female movie. lead, and that was his directed movie with with McCarthy and several women from the movie. So yeah. he he was so taken aback when it was like, and, and not only that, he got Reitman, Ivan Reitman was a producer. All the original guys, Ackroyd, Rick Moranis, I think was in it. it, it all really? these little like everybody signed off on it. Everyone loved it.
2: Yeah.
0: Even Murray got on Twitter and was like, "It's hilarious." Yeah. And then that's the hate that came through. It, it became the most hated movie when when the trailer hit YouTube. It was the most downvoted trailer ever to hit YouTube ever. Really? To this day. Wow.
1: That's weird.
0: It was like you made them women. We hate you now. <laughs> it's not funny. It's hilarious. <laughs>
1: I didn't think it wasn't funny. I just it didn't hit me the right way. I just didn't like it. It wasn't because yeah. they weren't women. It's just I don't know.
0: Yeah, it's not. Ghostbusters. It's not the original Ghostbusters, and that's why they made them females. They didn't want to contend with the original. Go- if they picked right. just four random dudes and was like, "These are Ghostbusters now,"
3: you will fail. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't even want to try to compete with that. It's. I mean, people don't like change. A lot of people just don't like change. Yeah,
1: that's where my thing is. And like, then
3: it sparked
0: this whole controversy because Ellen DeGeneres and a couple other women made this comment, like, "Well, maybe James Bond should be a woman." Yeah. And then you get these people that got so mad about Ghostbusters being females, just like.
2: <laughs> what are you
3: now you got a woman named James. What? <laughs> I, I heard somebody that. say something about that. They said they said woman, a female James Bond is absolutely ridiculous. A female 007 is believable.
1: Isn't that the same thing? So
3: it is, but it isn't. James James Bond. The name is associated with the guy. See,
0: you change two
3: letters and you make it Jane Bond. Jane. Yeah. <laughs>
0: and then and then everybody can put their keyboards down.
3: <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs>
0: They get their first call at the Sedgwick Hotel.
3: The alarm goes funny. off. Yeah, that was good. Everybody's so excited to use the, the pole. Yep. First time you see the Ecto-1 in yep. full garb. Takes off and fast forward out of yeah. the garage. Their headquarters, that firehouse, that's actually, that firehouse is actually a real firehouse. It's still in use today. Yeah. That's
0: cool. The interior <clears throat> was an abandoned firehouse in L.A. Right. The exterior is still being used. Yeah, same. Same place. Still. Still active. When Harold Ramis died, they they had like a whole tribute at that firehouse. And really? there was like there was Twinkies and and chocolate bars <laughs> all over the place, <laughs> wow. like in, in respect for him. Or...
1: I love you said, "Can you be inconspicuous?" And they were anything. Oh, but... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
3: yeah. Of course, we'll keep it inconspicuous. It'd be so quiet they go through there like fucking the first thing they do is nearly kill the maid. Yeah, all four of them <laughs> unload on a
0: maid. Yeah. And then and then Spangler's like, "Oh, there's one more thing I forgot to mention. <laughs> Don't,
3: Don't cross the streams." Yeah. You know it. that's got to be that had to be
0: a urinal joke. They in the commentary they're just like obviously it's a urinal joke. We <laughs> didn't see it when we wrote it that way. Really? They didn't see it when they wrote it that way, wow. and then it was like, obviously. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, it couldn't help but be like, yeah, that makes sense. Wow. We could be on the verge of a fourfold cross rip. <laughs> Those can be tricky. Yeah. It was hard to take notes during this movie because it's fucking hilarious. And I'm trying to sit and take a note, and I catch something at the corner of my ear, just like the possibilities are unlimitless.
3: Yeah, I'll try I've been trying to watch the the movie twice before we do a show. And I'll watch it like a week ago, and then I'll watch it like the night before. Mm -hmm. And most of the time, the second watch through is like a chore. Like having to watch it again in such a short amount of time is almost like a chore. I kind of, I guess, I'm kind of like half into it at this point now. I have just watched it less than a week ago. Yeah. <laughs> there's some of them that have been a chore watching it the second time
0: through. But Then there's some that I really liked.
3: This this one I really liked both times. <laughs> yeah.
0: It just becomes a chore when like I go to start it and something happens. Like, you know, the baby walks in or we got to go somewhere. <laughs> yeah. I end up starting the movie four times in one week. have to watch the first 15 minutes five times or something. That's yeah, yeah. when it becomes a chore for me.
3: <laughs> yeah. My second watch through, I'm usually just trying to pick up on stuff in the background that's going on. Like, things I'm going to miss Watching all the primary stuff and right in front of you. Yeah.
0: Oh no! I'm already planning on tonight <clears throat> after we're all done here. I'm gonna put Ghostbusters two on. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm gonna watch that because yeah. I already watched the first one. And I'm like most angry men out there, I guess. I liked the 2016 one. <laughs> I get it's not a perfect movie. It's not the funniest right. comedy that came out in 2016. But
3: as a comedy in the rules of Ghostbuster, I I enjoyed it. Yeah. I think another part of that was people. People put expectations on things when they hear something's coming. Yeah, like they hear there's another Ghostbusters movie coming. Even if they heard it was women, that's fine. But at the same time, they still put expectations in their own mind of what they want the movie to be. Right. And that could be a lot of what the hatred was about it too, because they probably I wanted it to I be more like because like the
1: they didn't have Slimer.
0: <laughs> they did have Slimer.
1: Well, they didn't have a good Slimer. Then. They
0: had the exact same Slimer. <laughs> I
1: don't know. I have <laughs> to just watch hate it again. Yeah. Warmer,
3: except his nose was too big. Yeah. I should have made the nose smaller. There wasn't enough cocaine. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, Slimer's in a cab in that one. Yep. They obviously had better
3: special effects.
0: <laughs> the Oh, and, and on the flip side of the I think it's stupid getting mad that they're women, when they announced Afterlife recently, right. Leslie Jones came out all mad. Really? You, you just get pretend our movie didn't happen? This is a sequel? <laughs> yes leslie it's a sequel yours was a reboot yeah ask the spider-man actors how they feel <laughs> <It happened. laughs> all 16 of them yeah ask all 16 <laughs> peter parkers how they felt about it that library ghost man i can i can definitely remember that being a scary part for me yeah that and the cab ghost
3: that was the scariest ghost in the whole movie the cab
0: ghost was pretty freaky
3: it was pretty good yeah <laughs>
1: I like that the ghosts weren't usually scary in this movie. The way that thing was coming at (laughs) them?
0: Yeah, yeah. The dogs in the closet thing was pretty creepy. Getting grabbed up (laughs) onto the chair and getting
3: dragged into the, not closet, bedroom. And nobody noticed all the time that this hotel has been there, that the rooftop had an altar and two demon dog statues. (laughs) Right, because that's the story of... like on old hotels and old castles and stuff like that, you see, like, gargoyles. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I would get that. These aren't gargoyles. These were, like, legit demon dogs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just an evil, evil-looking rooftop with an altar and a doorway that goes where?
1: <laughs> I liked how they opened the doorway in her apartment. It just kind of went up. I thought that was The staircase really cool. went up, yeah.
0: yeah. You know who was originally cast to play, or who they wanted first to play the key master or, the, you know, the neighbor?
1: Man. No, I didn't heard that. John
0: Candy.
3: Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I did hear that he they wanted yeah. him in this movie, but I didn't catch what role he passed on it. Yeah. You have something else going at the time? No,
0: he just he wanted to change it. He didn't understand it. He's like, Well, what if he's German? Well, he's not German. Well, what if he has Rottweilers? <laughs> no, he doesn't oh, have really? dogs. There's enough dog imagery in the movie. Wow. Ah, oh, I'll pass. <laughs> Thank God, because Moranis is great. Yeah. Dude, that party he's having. When he's going through and just chit chat with everybody, not only is it a single shot, which is impressive every time I see it. Yeah. Like you, you see him, you enter the door, you see the whole party, he's talking mm-hmm. the whole time, then he goes back to the door and it <laughs> answers it for the neighbor after he's dancing with the girl and all that. It's all right, a single yeah. shot. There's no takes there. Yep. Yeah. And everything he's saying is ad-libbed. He had really? none of none of that in the script. The 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 pork prices and the <laughs> I only invited, you know, clients because if I invited friends, I couldn't use it as a tax write off. It's all just he's he's spouting it. It's not in a script. It's
3: hilarious. That makes it a lot more impressive. Yeah, that's
0: what I'm saying. Really, he's the he's my goat in this movie. (laughs) I haven't even started talking about when he's acting like possessed because that's great too.
1: Yeah, he's just awesome.
0: His work in the background when he's they were like
3: polar opposites of of being possessed between him and oh yeah,
0: she's she's like this super powerful. She was
3: just like angry demonic possessed, and he was like. Smelling kind of. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <He> was, <laughs> when the EPA he's shows up, and he's his like, and, <laughs> yeah. turn this
0: down now. And, and they're all arguing with each other. The whole time, Miranda's in the background, like smelling their arms and, <laughs> and trying to lick things. And yeah. like, it's great. Rick Miranda's character in the movie was, was Louis Tully. That was the accountant. But his name, once he was possessed by the demon dog that chases him out of the party, Vince Clortho, key master of Gozer. Oh, right, yeah. <laughs> he had a whole name. Yeah. That's part of the reason Hudson was upset about his role, too. He was excited to do the role, Ernie Hudson. I know I'm going back to Winston. Right. But originally, he was like an ex-military demolitions expert. <laughs> and then by the time he got his to shoot, he, he had no backstory at all. He was just a guy who needed a job. Wow. Dana gets possessed first, right? Zul takes her over. Yes. Right. During the party.
2: hmm
0: Right before their date they were supposed to go on. That was the date they set up. That's another scene we kind of gloss over, but vankman goes to her job, where she's an orchestra or like a she's a musician of some sort. She right. plays something. Was it cello? I don't
3: remember. I, don't, I know I know she was had something to do with music, but I don't remember what she played. Yeah, he
0: meets her outside. Her and another musician who it seems
1: embarrassing her. Yeah.
2: <laughs>
0: He seems also like somebody who wants to get down her pants because when he, she's talking to Bankman, he's looking all jealous over mm-hmm. in the corner. But the sound guy absolutely hated that scene.
1: Why did he hate it so much?
0: Because they shot right next to a giant fountain they couldn't turn off.
1: Oh, my goodness. Yeah, <laughs> that's annoying. Yeah. But he made it work. It came well, out Well, they ended really up good.
3: having to, to go back and dub it over.
1: Mm. Do you know
3: Sigourney Weaver wrote a poem about this movie? Nope. It was it was a pretty long poem. It was like three or four pages long. Oh wow, that's why. But there's like like there's a little excerpt of it right here. I'm a little Ghostbuster. Sigourney is my name. This picture costs lots of bread. Let's hope it makes the same. <laughs> but the the entire poem, the handwritten version. There was a guy named Michael C. Gross who sold he sold the original handwritten version that she wrote on eBay for almost five hundred dollars.
1: Nice. <laughs> he probably could have got more.
3: Yeah. But it's ha- like three or four pages long. Yeah.
0: Did you ever watch that movie? It's Jack Black and Most Deaf. They run a video store. And I don't think all I've seen the tapes that. get destroyed. The oh, DVDs wait. Get destroyed. Yeah,
3: I think I did see that. They have their own and version of it. They're trying to every... reproduce them? Yeah,
0: yeah, Sigourney yeah. Sigourney
3: Weaver's in it when they're doing Ghostbusters. she? Yeah, she's that. in the
1: movie. <laughs> I have to go look at that one.
3: I like yeah. vaguely remember that movie. I know I've seen it, but. I love Jack Black. It's a weird little movie. I don't know if you've seen it, no, at least not with I me.
1: Would I would have remembered.
0: <laughs> I loved Spangler's trying to make one thing that winston's character serves as that really works is the outsider you have to explain to winston the way you have to explain to us what it is everybody's talking about <laughs> so when he's going over the twinkie right they like, take this Twinkie for instance and he oh, tries yeah. to explain i loved the just the, the button they put at the end of that when when Spa or bankman comes back downstairs after meeting with peck the EPA guy. Walter Peck, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And he just goes this whole thing about this Twinkie would be the size three miles long and three hundred pounds or something like that. Yeah. And he's like, Oh, I got bad news. And they're like, we do too. And Winston's like, Yeah, tell him about the Twinkie. And, <laughs> and Murray, just the most serious look, looks over, what about the Twinkie? Yeah. Whatever I was just dealing with isn't as important as what is about this, the Twinkie? This
3: Twinkie? <laughs>
0: <laughs> now, unpopular
3: opinion here probably. But Walter Peck was just doing his job. Incorrect. I don't know. He was doing his job with a lot of attitude pushing him. Oh, he was just for
0: sure <laughs> had attitude. But at first, all he had to do was just ask the question. He had to know. If you, if your house... He went
3: in there expecting them to be guilty of something. They just
0: didn't understand what they were doing.
3: Right. Right. And guess what? They had a nuclear reactor in a firehouse. Well, he was telling people that they're giving people hallucinogenic drugs to promote their business. Yeah, well, that's after it exploded. He was making this stuff up. He didn't know that at that point he had to save
0: face (laughs) because he just got an explosion in the middle of the city. He caused.
3: Yeah,
1: he. They warned him. What do you think
3: about that? The cops acting in that scene. Yeah, I kind of like the cop putting everybody in their place at that one point. Yeah, (laughs) it's not an actor. Oh no, it was a real cop. It's just the New York City cop, really. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> makes sense. It felt real. Yep. <laughs> you pencil neck. <laughs> yeah, he
0: calls him a pencil neck. Yeah. He's like, thank you.
1: <laughs> I thought it was interesting when they had the priest, or was it the bishop? A- yeah, bishop comes into the mayor's comes office. In. Yeah. I thought that was really amusing. And he was like, the church can't give us anything, but <laughs> yeah, I like that.
0: Yeah, because you think that's kind of what would happen. I mean, what else do you do? There's ghosts in the city. Yeah. You're going to talk to everybody you think you can talk to. Yeah, really. Mm-hmm. Especially the guys' job is to apparently catch ghosts recently. Yeah.
3: I don't know why the EPA guy would have been there in that meeting. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's ghosts. I mean, it's environmental protection. What's he going to do, protect the ghosts? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's what, they get put in jail for yeah. the explosion. Even though there's two times,
0: really, that Murray breaks character. And by I mean break character, he breaks character from Bill Murray. Yeah. It's when Slimer charges him; he genuinely looks scared, and yeah. it's probably the <laughs> only time we'll see him look scared in the whole movie. <laughs> and when he's telling them not to turn off the machine, he he's like, he cares, and it's weird seeing Bill Murray care yeah. for something. And he's like, serious, like yeah. I am telling you, do not turn that off. <laughs> At that point, it should not be their fault. No, they warned him. They, they told him multiple times.
1: I think they specifically said we are not responsible if you turn that off. Yeah, Peck's like, Yes, <laughs>
0: you are although they changed his name to Mr. Pecker.
3: <laughs>
0: my name is Peck. There's shit all over that guy. The actor was pissed. Later it was like seven, six years later, Ramus met him again at some kind of some event and he thought it was just gonna be like a happy hey, how's it going? And he was just not happy. He was like, That that ruined my life. People hate me. There was one time he was walking down the street in New York and a bus full of people screamed out at him, Dickless! Oh, God. Like that never went away for
2: him.
3: <laughs> That's
0: horrible and great at the same time. Yeah. I mean, look at the woman who played Nurse Ratchet. Yeah. She had a horrible time after that movie trying to get work where she's not a monster.
1: Yeah, to yeah, be really. cautious of what parts you get.
0: So the whole thing about the the paranormal activity is the building, right? It's just that building is causing it all. Yes. Right. It was
3: specifically designed to bring Gozer forth
0: in the future. The architect was a Gozer worshiper that, after World War II, was it, decided that humanity shouldn't exist anymore. Mm -hmm. So started building the building. What did you think about Gozer, woman?
1: I thought it was interesting that they decided to have a female be it. Yeah. And she was creepy. and kind
3: of looked like a, I don't know, like a female rock star or something. <laughs> yeah, she was a, is it Yugoslavian? She's a fashion model in another country. Like just the way she was done up in this movie, I could see her on stage doing songs. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. I guess those those contacts that she had in.
3: Yeah. You know, now they're,
0: they're almost, you don't notice them, but those hurt. Yeah. They were saying in the commentary that those were very painful.
3: But that wasn't their first go-to. Okay. I had contacts in the 80s, and they are rough on your eyes. Yeah.
0: Especially, you saw how thick those things were, the blood like sticking out of uh, it. Oh, I know. Originally, that was not going to be a woman. Yeah. No, Originally, be- it was going to be a man in a three-piece suit. It was going to be the original architect, <laughs> and it was going to be played by Paul Rubens. Really? I'm glad they stayed with the Pee-wee woman. Pee Wee Herman was going to be Gozer. Oh,
3: I don't know. No.
1: <laughs> that would not have been good. I love that they did it as a woman. And that she that had was like cool. Dog minions.
0: She didn't really talk so much other than just asking that one question. I love that.
1: Are you a god? Are you
0: a god? <laughs> and then I, I think it's Bankman's in the back, like, yes, you are a god. Yes. <laughs> no? Then die. <laughs> even Winston. Next time someone asks if you're a god. You're you a god. Yes.
2: <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> I do like that though. When they, you know they they were arrested, of course. But even before they're arrested, you can see that they're starting to work with law enforcement. There's that scene where Janine's like picking up or dropping off and it's like a paddy wagon shows up to drop off. Yeah.
1: Our key
0: master. Tully our key master.
1: There's something weird with this one.
0: Yeah. She's like, that's awfully nice of you taking him in like that. Yeah, I don't think he's human. <laughs> yeah. I loved him when he when she's flirting with him and he she's just he's just giving her nothing. Yeah. <laughs> so what do you do for fun? I collect spores mold, mildew
3: and fungus or something. Yeah. Like that. yeah. Spores, molds, and fungus. Yeah.
1: Let's keep this professional. I feel like that's what he's saying every single time he, like snap at her.
0: <laughs> Yeah. But I like that, you know, they have the meeting with the mayor and then our heroes are driving the Ecto-1 in a convoy with police and National Guard and that's yep. dope. <laughs> they have their own sirens and it's so mm-hmm. refreshing just to be like, oh, this is a time when it's not
3: like... Yeah, that was right after the mayor said, what do you need from me?
0: Yeah. <laughs> Usually these movies, like it's so clear, there's things falling from the sky and they're like, capture the Ghostbusters. It's
1: so, yeah, so stupid. Yeah. Like just,
0: I loved it. Seeing them running with the National Guard was great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just a little bit of me. Just like, yeah.
1: <laughs> I got confused when she's saying that the one that's going to terminate them needs to be chosen. And Venkman's like, well, who did he say not to think of? Or, he was saying somebody specifically clear minds and don't think of things like this. But just the fact that you thought of a person in the beginning would I that don't been remember. Your pick? Right,
0: I don't remember what he said in the beginning. That's another line I'd have to watch it again and catch those lines wait, wait, now. Which scene are you talking about now? When they're on the rooftop and Gozer <laughs> says, "Your undoing will be," oh, kind of uh, like you, right, you yeah, Choose, what, yeah. Mm-hmm. Whatever you think of, yeah.
3: Choose, choose your fate or something like that. She said.
0: She's saying vankman had a suggestion not to think of.
1: Yeah. So when has that been the first thing thought? Yeah, of, that would be the
0: only thing I could think about if you said that. All right, as long as we don't think about Jaws, well, fuck, we're fucked. Yeah, (laughs) we
1: are now going to be attacked by giant flying sharks. I would do anything to see a big Scooby Doo going down the
0: street. (laughs) I think Ray didn't have a bad idea. I think how could it's like I picked the Pillsbury Doughboy. How could he hurt you? Yeah, Yeah, he's
1: dough.
0: Well, he's a thousand feet tall. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) somewhere in here, there's that explosion in Dana's apartment. That was a really cool shot, and that was practical. She's standing there in front of the window, and then the whole wall explodes, and yeah. you see her in slow motion as the dust settles. She's there. Yeah, That explosion happens 15 feet in front of her, mm-hmm. and she has to not move her eyes. It's slow motion after the dust is settling, and you see her just... <laughs> That's awesome. Doing a lot of facial stuff in this podcast for audio. Yeah.
1: I couldn't do that. I couldn't. I've been like, oh, my God. It's horrible. It rub my eyes.
0: <laughs> the uh, the earthquake that happens right when they pull up that looks like shit. I'm not even going yeah. to sugarcoat it. It's a practical effect Just that looks bad. Shaking cameras. And they they explain <laughs> it in the commentary. They're like they don't explain why it looks like shit. They say it looks good. It doesn't. It's so slow. Yeah. The ground's going up like. But they they had to keep putting it back down and then doing some like concrete over it to keep doing takes. Yeah. So by the time they got the one they liked, they had already done it so many times that like you can kind of tell what's going to break. I did love when they got in and they're, they're going up the stairs. And it's like a thousand stairs. Oh,
3: yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: They got those proton packs on. I guess those packs weighed 30 pounds. Really? Yeah, when they had the batteries in them and the lights and everything. <clears throat> right. They were 30 pounds. And the, and the actors complained nonstop. That's a running gag in the commentary that Bill Murray complained about everything. Yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs>
0: Like in a lovable way, but... yeah.
1: He's like, tell me when I get to the twentieth floor so I can throw up.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm gonna throw up. The, what's funny is when you, the first time we see them, when we see them on the stairs going around, and you look up and there's all those stairs. Yeah. The only stairs in that shot are the ones they're on. Right. Yeah. The rest is a painting. Oh,
1: that's <laughs> So, and, cool. and,
0: and the, but Ramus is like, or no, Reitman's like, funny though that there wasn't really that many stairs at all, and they still complained. The actors still complained <laughs> yeah. about having to climb stairs with the packs. <laughs>
3: Yeah, but it kept cutting back to them going up the stairs. They, I, Who knows how many takes they did. Right, right. <laughs> Looking at those stairs, if it was me, fuck
0: them stairs. Gozer can have the whole yeah. city. I'm not going up all the stairs. The elevator's
3: not working? Well, he wins. Yep. <laughs> Dang it. It wasn't for the stairs. <laughs> what about those demon dogs?
1: I love the demon dogs. They were...
3: Dogs. When I, I didn't realize it at first, but when, when it started chasing uh, Rick Moranis' character, and it came crashing out the front door of the building doorman of the building Percy's like what what does he say It's a bear yeah yeah. Yeah. all of a sudden that thing comes crashing through the door but looking at it watching it run across the street it had like the exact same shape of a bull Mm -hmm. like really tall and thick in the front and it's shortened and and shorter legs in the back Yeah, it looked just like a bull to me
0: they call them dogs in the commentary yeah but that looks equally great and like shit yeah (laughs) when it's a puppet it looks great like when he opens the door briefly and throws a coat in
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Or when they went on the roof and they were both sitting on either side of the closet. Yeah, they look good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But when he's moving, ugh. Yeah, that was pretty bad.
1: I like when he's outside of the restaurant and he's banging on the window. <laughs> yeah. And then people are completely ignoring. Like, they stop, they look at him, and they go back to their food. Like Most no. realistic scene in
0: the
3: whole movie. It yeah. is. Yeah. That's exactly how New York
1: yep. is. Yep. <laughs> people around here would not understand that. <laughs>
3: This guy's in trouble. Pass the peas. Yeah.
0: <laughs> that building is a real building. The the building that's, you know, possessed. Yeah. Fifty five Central Park West.
3: They were I think they were all like real locations. The library was a real place, the, yeah. the firehouse, the the ho- the hotel or the apartment building. Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, I think they spent most of their money for making sets on their uh pretend off world. Although I'm pretty dogs. sure
3: that yeah. that Dana's apartment building in real life didn't have demons on the roof.
0: Yeah, well that's what they said. The whole building is real except for the roof. Yeah. The roof is like
3: CGI. Not
0: CGI, of course, eighty-four, but Right, yeah. <laughs> Another line we didn't talk about though when they're in the hotel at first. Let's split up. Yeah, we can do more damage that way.
3: Yeah. <laughs> they did too. That must that must have been the most expensive scene in the whole movie. Oh, they all the stuff dest- they destroyed, destroyed that, that, in that place. P- <laughs> in that place, yeah. I love the that- chandeliers, <laughs> the furniture, paintings, yeah. everything.
0: The manager, when they finally come out, five thousand dollars. That's ridiculous. I I didn't know it'd be that much. I will not pay that. Yeah. Okay, we we'll can put it back. Out. Yeah. No, no, no. I'll pay it. I'll pay it. <laughs> they had like an event planned for that time. they like, don't worry, the yeah. room's fine. It's it's almost done. Yeah. <laughs> Room is not fine. Good luck with that. The building's still there, but that room's not there anymore. They like divided it into separate rooms.
3: <gasps> really? Yeah. The news. The news anchor. I I thought thought you were going to say the room is still destroyed to this day. Yeah, the the building's still there, but they've never fixed the room. It's just they just really wrecked it. The news
0: broadcast where he's talking and that guy's in the background just kind of staring. The long-haired guy. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm talking about? He like walks into the background and stays there. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's not an extra. Really? That is just a guy (laughs) who just wanted to be on camera. Wow. That was another cool thing about the advertisement for this movie. They weren't really advertising a Ghostbusters movie. They yeah. would just people were seeing that car driving
3: around. Like a lot of the extras are just people that were out in the streets. Wow. When he go when he first shows up for the date, he opens up the door. He's like, Are you the key master? No. Uh, don't think so. Slam. Yeah. <laughs> Knocks again. Are you the key master? Yep. <laughs> waits until he gets like two steps through the door, and then he's like, I'm a friend of his. He sent me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: He tries to play like the good guy. He's she's like, "Oh, I want you inside of me." He's like, "Oh, it seems like you already got enough people in there." <laughs> yeah. But then he proceeds to lay on the bed and, yeah. and even when she's asleep and he's already thorazineed her. Yeah. The scene ends with him kissing her breast. Yeah, that was a I mean, weird and awkward. He's such a good dude. <laughs> yeah, they only had one of the cars and also one of one of Egon's outfit.
3: So, I messed up with a be of all the creepy stuff. Bankman did in this movie was all stuff that he came up with himself. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't want to think about it like that. He improvised. There's
0: a reason Bill Murray's so private. Egon's outfit they only had one of. Not his suit, but like his outfit he wore when he wasn't in, in suit. Uh-huh. Wait. Ghostbuster suit or Yeah, not the Ghostbusters suit, but like his like his casual wear. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He only had one. So whenever there was things flying or falling, the, the dressing lady would run out and yell, Don't get it on Egon. <laughs> 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 Did you guys uh in the jail catch the cameo? The cameo of the guy playing, the same guy who plays in every movie or TV show he's ever been in. No,
3: I didn't notice
0: that. Reginald Bell Johnson from Die Hard and, and Family really? Matters, the cop. He's the one him. that tells him the mayor wants to talk to you. Huh. He's the same damn cop in this movie That's back crazy. in '84. <laughs> Younger, not as heavy, but it's, it's Reginald Bell Johnson. There's two guys from Die Hard. Yep. <laughs> we'll find some more. Yeah. <laughs> I like when, when the Keymaster finally finds the gatekeeper and Sigourney just kind of picks him up and starts kissing him. <laughs> <laughs> Rick Moranis is so small, Sigourney Weaver can yeah, just really. like
3: sweep him off his feet. Well, she was what, three feet taller than him? I mean, looked that way. <laughs> she is really tall in real life, but he's really short in real life, so big contrast there.
0: Yugoslavian fashion model. That's who it was that played Gozer. I said Yugoslavian. I'm like, that can't be it. That's just my go to. No, it is Yugoslavian. <laughs> so, did anybody have any favorite scenes? I hated it. I really liked I the uh, the scene between Winston and, and Ray in the Ecto. The Ecto one, when they're driving and and Ray's like pretty much saying, you know, this kind of feels like the end of times. And it's not a joke. It's not played for laughs. They just kind of both look at each other and like go on. I think there could have been more of that. That that stuff's kind of cool. I know it's hilarious. Everything's funny, but a little bit of the story building, like making them feel real for a minute or two. Yeah. Another one I liked is in the jail. The inmates are all standing around as they're doing their plan. He's like, are you getting this? But I like that Winston finally, like, all right, I'm out. I gotta get my own lawyer. Y'all are fucking crazy. <laughs>
3: yeah, yeah. <laughs> that felt so real. That was good. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Honestly, I like the whole movie.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's hard to pick a least or a favorite. I mean, least favorite, I'm sure we can find. It's the hotel scene, right? The hotel when they're chasing Slimer is probably my favorite action scene. That was good, in the I like it yeah. with the maid. The maid's great. I love yeah. them on the walkie talkies, like. I just saw him. Real ugly. He's looking at me. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I did like the way that first scene played out in the library. That one was really good. The way they didn't know how to deal with it. <laughs> yeah. So what do we do? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was all good. I like that.
0: If I had to jump to a least favorite, it's going to be the ending. Is it? Yeah. That's the most anticlimactic ending yeah, of and the what, big
3: bad. What was the deal on the roof? When they finally destroyed Gozer, right, and they destroyed the Gateway, Uh-huh. the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man exploded. Right, they were all completely covered head to toe in marshmallow. Yeah, except Minkman. Why didn't he had a little covered? bit on the side of his head and a little bit on his arm, but that was it. I didn't. I didn't even catch that. <laughs> He's the only one you can still see his his outfit. <laughs> but that was the most mad I got. It was like all that.
0: And that's how it ends. They don't yeah. even shoot the Stay Puff Marshmallow Man. Yeah. They shoot the door.
3: Yeah. That's, come on. Well, you cut off the source of power.
0: Come on. <laughs> oh,
3: we unplugged the demons. Yeah. Fuck you. <laughs> we just reset the router. I don't know. The way I thought of it, it was it was Gozer was controlling the thing. Yeah. So kill Gozer. So if, Gozer's, if Gozer went back through the gate and they shut the gate, then it's cut off. No,
0: they shoot at Gozer and he just disappears. I don't know why it would have exploded,
3: but... <laughs> yeah, seems like you could have saved a lot, of, huh? Nothing. <laughs> what if, like when they attacked the Marshmallow Man, they 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 set it on fire, basically, right? Get
1: some s'mores. What
3: what if each of them thought of something different, and one of them thought of chocolate, one of them thought of Ooh, crackers? <laughs> that's the way you defeat it.
1: <laughs> Make a big s'more.
3: Giant s'mores. Blow it up. Food for everybody down the street. Yep. <laughs> Cats living with dogs.
1: Gosh, I, start <laughs> I think my least favorite scene was near the beginning with Wakeman when the college dismisses him and he's going on that big speech where he sounds like he's going to go into song and it made me cringe so bad. Yes. I did not like that scene.
0: I forgot all about that. I said the same thing. Remember, he, yeah. he's going into, he's like, well, what are we going to do? And he's like, well, and he turns around, starts walking and the way he's talking. It's like. We're going to, and I'm like, is this a fucking musical? And then it doesn't. He doesn't.
1: Yeah, but yeah. it's uh, it made you cringe the whole. Uh, whole
0: <laughs> for a second there, I was like, why do I not remember this being a musical? Please don't do
3: it. Please don't do it. Please yeah. don't do it. <laughs> I'm going to catch ghosts.
0: <laughs> so if we had to rate it on horror comedies, supernatural comedy, supernatural comedy,
1: around a seven.
0: Yeah, I'm up there too. Seven, so maybe eight. I'm torn on the rating system now because yeah. the writing or I should say the dialogue deserves a 10. Yeah, it was pretty good. The the special effects are wonky here and there. Yeah.
3: But <clears throat> it's still very watchable.
0: Yeah, man, it's everyone
3: not, is They're not they're not wonky enough to turn you off of it. Every character's fun to watch. Yeah. Even all the way down to their secretary. I mean even she was fun to watch. <laughs> yeah, Janine,
0: yep. Annie Potts. Yep. I'm I'm gonna go nine. Yeah, because I, it's got its problems, but the God the the dialogue makes up for a Any lot of other it.
3: movie that had as many problems as this did would not have been as good. Yeah, <laughs> you know you you get what I'm saying. Yeah, like... yeah, yeah. They had a year to make it. Yeah,
0: and didn't have a script yet. We right. saw what happened with Green Lantern when yeah. they had an actor a poster. And a hero, and no script, yeah. and now it's dog shit. Yep. Happened completely different. Yeah, I'm going to go nine. I, I really like this one. Yeah. It's it's up there. It's good. Well, if you like what you heard, you can join our conversation over on Instagram. Movies Against on Instagram. DMs are open. Replying within a day to almost everybody. <laughs> I've made sure that now the DMs are answered. Because <laughs> me and Bob are horrible for that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'll be honest with you. We have a Twitter at movies against we have an email you can email the show movies against at gmail.com for movie suggestions comments hell if you have something to add about ghostbusters whether it's a personal experience or something we might have missed or may have been wrong about email us tell us on instagram just let us know we'll bring yeah. it up on the next show we'll read it and give you a shout out i can be corrected please leave a review and a five star rating on your podcast app and tell a friend we need more of that it's, it's noticing, we're noticing it, we like it, and please continue. Yes. <laughs> is there anything else we should say before we get out?
3: I, I don't remember any lines from this movie. It is a misquoted line from this movie. Which one? The one, everybody always says, I've been slimed. It's not what he yes, said. He said, slimed. he slimed me.
0: He slimed me.
3: Yeah. Why when do it, I remember, it, I've been slimed? When everybody quotes it, that's what they say, but that's not, that's not what he said. I wonder saying. if it's in the cartoon. That's
0: possible. I don't know. I can't believe you never saw the cartoons. <laughs> no, I
3: watched a lot of them. I had
0: the cart because the cartoons is where the toys came from.
3: I've seen like maybe advertisements for it and stuff, but I never actually watched them.
0: When they originally did the cartoons, they were they looked like the actors, and they yeah. decided they didn't want to pay the actors' rights of like their, their, like, their appearance. Likenesses. Yeah, so wow. they just changed them all. Wow! Made Egon blonde with a long pompadour.
3: <laughs> Cheap bastards. I think
1: my brother had the McDonald's toys that looked like them at first.
3: Yes.
0: Oh, this is another one of the examples of the movie accounting where the the Ghostbusters, the original Ghostbusters I was telling you about, the fact that there was a live-action show makes it a problem. The animated cartoon it's like, well, whatever, it's not the same thing. But there was a live-action show, and that's where it was an issue. So they sued, and they won. It was $500,000... And one percent of profit. Wow! They got the original five hundred thousand dollars and never got the one percent of profits. Really? Because the movie to this day has never turned a profit, even though it cost thirty million to make and box office was two hundred and ninety-five million dollars. Yeah. On paper, never made a profit.
3: Yeah, Bill Murray oh. no, never made anything from this movie either.
0: Ernie Hudson. <clears throat> he took less than his usual salary to be salary to be in it. Really? Yeah. Like two hundred fifty thousand dollars less than his usual.
3: Damn.
2: rushed
0: in a low budget yeah and it's still still a good movie (laughs) still great yeah we gotta do the second one maybe two years from now
2: yeah